the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk about the theology of encouragement. Are you ready? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, on WAVA 105.1 FM. So glad that you're hanging with us all throughout the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, uh, those of you who are watching me on my socials, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, thank you so much for doing that as well. At Anderson Speaks is my handle, so follow me on all social media. I really do appreciate that. And tweet something or uh, write something about the show or take a picture of the screen and put it up, whatever. I'll try to retweet it and everything. So thanks a lot uh, for pushing me on social media. Maybe I can push you back. How's that sound? Hey, listen, if you want to call in, this is a call-in talk show. Uh, And, of course, if you're new to the show, you may not know. So let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we kick the week off with Marriage Mondays. And then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, that was yesterday, and then today, Theological Thursday. On Fridays, open phone in Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow on Friday is fair game, so give me a call, and we can talk about any question you have on your heart or comment. Then on Saturdays, we have a special edition on Saturdays from 3 to 3.30, uh, some of our best conversations. So make sure you check that out and even uh, sometimes uh, sermons or parts of messages that I've given. So you may want to make sure to check that out as well. And then on Sunday, I do pastor a church. It's bridgeway.cc. So you can check us out online. That's bridgeway, like you're crossing over a bridge, bridgeway.cc. That's Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and uh, also in Owens Mills, Ricerstown, Maryland. So thanks a lot for those of you who come visit from time to time. You can also watch our services online on demand. So check us out, okay? Now today's topic is the theology of encouragement. Why does God encourage us to encourage one another? Why does God call us to encourage each other and even ourselves? And uh, not only is that a question on the table, but I'm going to ask you, are you an encourager? Do you need to get better at it? Can I help you with it? Let me know. I can uh, talk you through it. 
And one other question, so you can kind of choose which ones you want to answer or engage with, and that is, what encouragement do you need today? Maybe you are a person that's usually up, but right now you're kind of down, usually strong, but right now you're a little bit weak, usually uh, confident, but right now you're a little bit fearful. If that's you, that's okay. I'm here for the hour, the first hour of rush hour. And so uh, guess what? Even though you might be on the rush or... Uh, you may even be on the downside, just kind of feeling a little bit, uh, well, you know what? That's why this show is here. That's why I'm here. So uh, maybe, you know, I can lift you up in some way, encourage you, pat you on the back, or just even give you clarity. Sometimes that's what we need more than anything else. So I'm here. All right. And uh, let me give you the number once again. I'm then going to open up in prayer. My lines are open at this number right here. Are you ready? 888 432 7434. So grab your cup of coffee like I have mine right now, as you can see if you're watching me on social media, or your cup of tea or whatever your preferred beverage is. And come on, hang out with me, pull a chair up to the table, and let's have a conversation. Because I always say, and I believe it, that comprehension begins with conversation. Come on, let's talk to God. Heavenly Father, thank you that you're the greatest encourager of us all. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. That encourages us and instills upon us all that we need to do uh, that you've called us to do. And so I do pray today for every listener, every person under the sound of my voice, even though I don't know them and they may not know me. God, would you just do a, a divine connection like only you can do? We commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, there are other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. If you want to get any one of my books or materials, you can go to embracegracism.com. And then we have a brand new website that just came up today. I want you to check it out. There's still some more work to do on it, but I want you to see it. All right. Tell me what you think about it. It's gracismglobal.com. That's the name of our premier consulting firm. And I want you to know about it. So check it out. Okay. Y'all want to check it out? Let me know what you think. Uh, it's gracismglobal.com. Just went live uh, about an hour ago, so I'd love to get your feedback on it. And anything that we can do to make it even more user-friendly, I need your help on it, so let me know, okay? That's gracismglobal.com. And there are a lot more to come on that website. But we're started, we're up, and I want you to tell me what you think about it. My phone number again is 888-432-7434. That's 888 Three bridge. Now, the Apostle Paul wrote the Thessalonians and he said this, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So the Apostle Paul is commanding that believers would encourage one another. Why? Why do you think God wants us to encourage one another? And what encouragement do you need today? And are you an encourager? And you want to get better at it. You want to talk about it. Well, I'm here for you. I want to talk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to pray with you. But the Apostle Paul writes, under the power and leadership of the Holy Spirit, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing encourage one another and build each other up. Why is that important in the faith as believers, as brothers and sisters in 
uh, Christ? Why is it important that we encourage one another? And what does that even mean? What does it mean to be an encouragement to somebody else? I'd love to hear from you on it. I want to know what you think. And, and if I were to ask your friends, if I were to ask your family, is he an encouragement to you? Is she an encourager to you? What would your friends say? What would your family say? Encouragement. That's what we're talking about today. I'd love to hear from you. That is the topic. 888-432-7434. We're going to run to our commercial break now. And as soon as we get back, I'm taking your phone calls. My lines are now open. 888-43-BRIDGE. founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you very much, and it's good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. So it's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. It's not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you today? It's a Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of encouragement. Why do you think God wants us to encourage one another? Why would he allow Paul to write that uh, in Thessalonians and Colossians, uh, also the writer of Hebrews? We are commanded to encourage one another. Why Why do we need that in the faith? And how are you about that? Are you a good encourager? Uh, do you need encouragement today? Well, I'm here, uh, and I have other listeners that are here, too. I'm sure that sometimes my listeners hear somebody else, and then they call in to respond to that person to encourage them. I've seen that happen numerous times on the show as well. But this is something that God desires of us. You know, all those one another's in Scripture, 18, 21 or so, one another's. And one of the one another's is encourage one another as according to first Thessalonians first Thessalonians 5:11 my phone number if you want to call me to answer any of those questions or address the topic 888-432-7434 why don't we go ahead to the phone lines and kick it off with Marty who's on the line in Washington DC hi Marty it's Dr. Anderson how are you hey Hey, Dr. Anderson, I'm fine. Hey, listen, I, I have a, what I believe to be a theological question. It's not necessarily on the encouragement topic. Is that okay? Sure. Tell me what you're thinking. Okay. What I was thinking is I, I would like your thoughts on what actually happened during the fall of Adam and Eve. Uh, I know we read about uh, how when they sinned, they saw that they were naked, but was it was it much more than that? Was it a was it a glow? Was it a glory that was gone? I, I wonder wonder if you could uh, help me with that. Interesting. And so when they were naked and unashamed, it wasn't a problem. But then after they sinned, they wanted to cover their shame, and that's where they went after the fig leaves to to cover them, which of course still wasn't enough. And so you want to know then what was it about that nakedness that they saw that may have been lost? Is that right? Yes. Was there a glory that was lost? Well, glow, uh, what, uh, what, what was it that, was it more than just seeing that you're naked uh, kind of thing? Well, you know, this is all conjecture because the Bible doesn't uh, tell us specifically what it is. So th- I'm just going to give you my opinion, and that's all I can chalk yeah, it up to great. be. Is that cool? So I, I think what it was, yeah, I think what it was was shame, you know, and I think that somehow shame is connected to our sexuality when it's not um, done in the right way. So there's no shame when it's done in the right way, but when it's not done in the right way, we are somehow um, uh, vulnerable. And because that's our most vulnerable part, right? While we have a lot of parts of the body, our most vulnerable part of our body is our genitalia. And so the fact that we uh, committed sin somehow exposed the most vulnerable part of us that we needed to cover up. But that's about that's about all I know. I don't know if you're a shine or not a shine. I just know that when they needed to cover something, isn't it interesting? They covered the most vulnerable part as opposed to some of those uh, um, memes on your phone or whatever where it's covering the face. Usually when people are ashamed, they cover mm-hmm. their face. But in this sense, the most vulnerable part whether it was their private parts, and that's what they covered. Okay. Yeah, you got any thoughts uh, on that? Yes. 
Well, I guess the reason why I asked is because I was talking with a friend the other day, and he heard a, a preacher, and I, I, I don't know if Andrew Farley could be his name. I, I don't, I don't know. necessarily follow him, but mm-hmm. he kind of talked about like it was a glow. It was this, it was this, and I think you're on to something maybe with the shame uh, thing, mm-hmm. but it was like a glow that was gone. Uh, there was they, they lived in this glory, and then uh, God took away that glow and that glory and so it just everything became yeah what it is nothing but conjecture on that and so if he wants to take that uh that speaker or teacher wants to take uh sort of that view as long as he says this is my opinion this is conjecture why not right <laughs> right so one of the other things i do know that is really awesome and sad i guess at the same time and that is that the fig leaves weren't enough to cover it and so you had to god had to bring death through the through an animal, an innocent third party, and rip off the skin. They had never known death before, and so can you imagine mm-hmm. hearing the shriek of death in the garden for the very first time? So an innocent third party has to have blood shed in order to cover the shame, which of course we know is a pre-type or a foreshadowing of what Jesus would do for us. Innocent third party dying and shedding blood to cover our shame. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much. You got it, my friend. Blessings. That's Marty calling from Washington, D.C. with a theological question. The greatest um, where the the greater topic today is encouragement. So maybe you can be encouraged by the fact that your shame can be covered uh, by the blood of the lamb, an innocent third party. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you probably still have that shame. But if you come into a relationship with Jesus, he forgives you for your sins cleanses you from your unrighteousness and makes you brand new. So whenever he sees you, he doesn't see you because of your sin, right? Whenever he looks at you, he doesn't see your sin, not once you're saved, right? He doesn't see it. Now, will your sin still separate you from fellowshipping with God? Yeah. Will it still have negative consequences or affect you in certain ways? Yes. But when Jesus sees you, does he see your sin? No. He sees his son. So if you write the word S-I-N, take out the I and put in the O, all right? Um, Because whenever he sees you now, he sees his son. And he sees that his son is completely righteous. And that righteousness is imputed unto you. So whenever he sees you, he sees you as a son. He sees you as a daughter. He sees you as a child. He doesn't see your sin anymore, all right? So S-O-N. Not S-I-N, but it's only because of the death of an innocent third party, someone who had nothing to do with it, but they had to die in order to cover the sin and the shame of those that committed uh, a transgression. 888-432-7434, that is my number, live in studio. We're talking about encouragement. I hope that somehow encouraged you because that's what the gospel does. But here are the questions. Why does God encourage us to encourage others? Why does he encourage us to even encourage ourselves? Why uh, do we need to encourage one another? And by the way, do you need encouragement today? How can I uh, be of an encouragement to you? I want to be. So tell me how I can be an encouragement to you today. Let me give you my number. It's 888-432-7434. That's the number live in studio. All right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines to Germantown, Maryland, and speak with Dennis, who's on the line. Hi, Dennis. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Dr. Awesome. I'm, 
I'm doing good, sir. This is a, well, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, for years uh, we heard the Hebrews not to forsake ourselves, but he says, why? Well, the first thing is to worship God, but then the second thing it says, so we can encourage one another. Right, right. So true. And that's, that's, that's my take other than I really feel like it, we, we really need to, because, you know, you know, as the body, we have to, the world's not, they're going to try to discourage us. And, uh, uh, and sometimes we have to encourage ourselves, but courage is so necessary and, and, and it's such a ministry to the person who's doing the encouraging along with the one that is encouraged. That's right. We have to learn how to encourage ourselves. And he does tell us to come together because in coming together, we can encourage one another. And even though we may not be in the same space because of technology, we can even talk today, you and I, and be an encouragement to one another, can't we? Yes, sir. And, and when we get together, provoke one another to love and good works. Amen to that. Well, you've just you've just quoted Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25, which says, I'll read it for everyone. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So that's what you're talking about. And I appreciate you talking about it today, Dennis. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Mm -hmm. You have a blessed evening. You too. Now, God bless you. That's Dennis in Germantown, Maryland. Let's go to Reston, Virginia, and talk to KC, who's on the line. Hi, KC. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? How are you doing, doctor? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Glad you're calling. <laughs> what are you thinking about today? So I heard that first call. It was about shame, and um, I didn't have much time to form my question. So some of the thoughts that came to my head is Paul called himself the chief of sinners, so he felt shame. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul also talked about how um, he said he said curse those who uh, you know say well if you know if Jesus paid for our sin then why don't we just keep sinning right so mm-hmm. grace may abound right right Romans six and yeah. then yeah and then God gave us um, what was it First uh, John for encouragement to know that we are saved. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know the right question to ask, but I guess I'll just ask how can we distinguish between because I have a I have a, like an overly guilty conscience. Okay. Like when I'm when I you know like when I'm not sinning, I still feel guilty. You know that guilt is always present it seems like. Yeah. So I guess my question is you know, how could Paul call himself the chief of sinners, you know, um, and live the way he did? Okay. And, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'll let you go. Is that, is that, well, talking about Paul first, let's, let's go there. He understood that while he was the chief of sinners, that he was saved by grace. And so he still wasn't living mm-hmm. in 
in what he was. In fact, he says in 1 Timothy 1.12, I thank Jesus Christ who has given me strength and considered me faithful, appointing me to his service, even though I was once a blasphemer, a, pros- a persecutor, a violent man. You know, so he lists what he was, you know, and so even when he talks about being the chief of sinners, he's just showing us how deep uh, the grace of God is to go to pick up somebody even like him who was a, a um, you know, a murderer or somebody who persecuted people of the faith. So he's he's showing us that God's grace can even grab someone like him. So that's the encouragement there. I, I don't think it means that Paul is somehow saying, hey, I'm still the chief of sinners. And yet God, you know, God is 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 great. I, I don't think he's doing that. I think he's saying I was, but right. thank God I'm not anymore. But to your question, uh, how do you live with an overly guilty conscience? When I come back from the break, Casey, and you can either hold on or listen on the other side. It's about a three-minute break. But either way, I'll answer okay. how to deal with an overly guilty conscience. We'll be right back. If you could impact the world for Christ right now, would you? Hi, Don Crow here with WAVA, and I know you would. That's why we're joining with Bible League International to send Bibles to nearly 7,000 waiting Christians in places like Asia, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. The Christians we're supporting right now live remotely, where bookstores don't exist. Many live under corrupt governments and among religions like radical Islam that seek to harm them. Others are among a small number of believers in their villages, and they wonder if Christians elsewhere even know or care about their need. These members of our spiritual family may be under-resourced, but they are filled with joy and ready to share Christ with others. $5 sends a Bible, $35 sends seven Bibles, and a limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. Or, if you prefer, you can go online to our website, wava.com, and click on the Bible League banner. wava.com and click on the Bible League banner. It seems like every day economic news gets more and more sketchy. We're already seeing huge volatility in the stock market and a rapid erosion in the value of the U.S. dollar. But this time, an economic downturn could happen faster than you ever imagined. Direct Bullion USA, America's number one precious metals company, wants to let you know that now is the time to take actions that may help protect and secure your portfolio with physical precious metals. Want to help protect your hard-earned money before it's too late? Call Direct Bullion USA at 888-787-GOLD and get your free gold investor kit today. Don't wait. Call Direct Bullion USA now at 888-787-4653 and get your free gold and silver survival kit. With all of the uncertainty of a world gone mad, you can take control of your financial future with one call to Direct Bullion USA. Call us now at 888-787-4653. That's 888-787-GOLD. SRN News. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. 
Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. If you're just getting in your cars, I'm so glad that you're tuned in to me and I get to be tuned in to you. We're praying uh, about your encouragement today. The theology of encouragement, that's the topic on this Theological Thursday. Why does God encourage us to encourage others and ourselves? Why do we need that? Well, Daryl Musgrove said on my Facebook Live page, wow, listening today and the subject is right where I am. Usually very strong-minded. But as a cancer survivor, did some lab work today, this week, and some of the results were a little unusual. Doctor said it's not overly, not to be overly concerned, but we need to check in three months. After a year of great results, this has a brother a little down, but continuing to praise God at all times. Well, Daryl Musgrove, may the Lord uh, give you the strength, the encouragement, even from today's program, to let you know that he's in control, he's got this. You are healed in Jesus' name. May the doctors be confounded by your healing that we're speaking out and asking God uh, to reveal anything that needs to be uh, pulled out. And most of all, that it would be reversed in Jesus' name. Hello, Sherry Smith-Bowen and Rebecca Rodriguez. And uh, uh, Janice Fonseca says, I try to be an encourager to my children. I think as parents, encouraging our children is very important for their success in life and whatever uh, success means to them. So may the Lord be with all of you who are on my Facebook page. Continue to talk it up and say hi to one another. Encourage one another as well. My phone number is 888-432-7434. I'm going to go back to Reston, Virginia. I have KC on the line. KC, are you still there? I am. Thanks for holding on, brother. Your question before the break, in case people are just tuning in, is how do you deal with an overly guilty conscience? Even when you're not sinning, you still feel guilty. Well, let me tell you uh, what I think is important to understand about guilt. Don't give guilt the respect of being a feeling. Allow guilt to be a fact. And what I mean by that is either you are guilty or you're not guilty. Okay, and so if you've done something wrong, you are guilty. So then act on it. What do you do to get it right? But if you haven't done anything wrong and you still feel guilty, don't give that feeling any respect. All right, because Mm -hmm. guilt 
don't look at it as a feeling. Look at it as a fact. Either you are guilty or you're not. Think about a court of law. If you go before the court of law and the judge declares you, you say, I'm not guilty, and the judge agrees, and uh, the jury agrees you're not guilty, you walk away free, right? And so um, that's the same with God. If you're not guilty, you walk away free. Now, let's just say the judge declares you not guilty, the jury declares you not guilty, but you still have these feelings of guilt. Why? Well, it's one of two things. Either A, you're giving respect to feelings that shouldn't be there, or B, you know you just swindled them. But <laughs> Okay, but you're still uh-huh. guilty. You see what I'm saying? Just because you're not guilty right. in the eyes of man, you know what you did. So, so that feeling is telling you that you're still guilty, but you're either guilty or you're not guilty. And the only way to get rid of, uh, to, to make that condition right, because it's a condition, it's an act, it's a fact, it's a condition, not a feeling. So in order to make that right, you make it right. Then when you're not guilty anymore, let's say you still have feelings left over. Those are just leftover feelings, but don't walk in them. Walk in the fact that I'm declared not guilty. So even as a believer, you've sinned, but you go to God, you confess your sins. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins, cleanses you from all unrighteousness. So now you're clean. It's a, it's a clean slate. You walk in that forgiveness, in that freedom, even when the devil's saying, yeah, but look what you did yesterday. You can say, yep, but I'm free and I'm clean. I'm moving on. I'm not going to give any energy or respect to those feelings. Make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so live in that freedom. And if you are uh, guilty, deal with it. If you're not guilty, move on. And don't give any respect or energy to the feelings. Got it? Okay, I got it. (laughs) Can I ask you one thing, doctor? Yes, sir. Um, my father-in-law, he's having some serious, uh, health issues. I was just wondering if you and uh, the audience would pray for him. Absolutely. Do we know what those issues are? Can you say them or you prefer not to on the air? Uh, they're serious, uh, health conditions. Okay. Well, let me just pray for that. You want me to do it right now, Casey? Yes, please. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, along with my listeners, Casey has mentioned his father-in-law. You know who he is? You know how you created him, and you know what's going on in his body. So it's in the name of Jesus that we pray that you would bring healing to his body, wholeness to his heart. We pray, Lord, that his, his daughter and his son-in-law and all those that are part of his family would have peace, even through this prayer, that the Holy Spirit would give the peace that transcends all understanding, give the doctor's wisdom, and give us faith to believe that he's going to be all right and you're going to reverse everything that is wrong in his body. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray in faith. Amen. And amen. Thank you, doctor. I appreciate that. God bless you. Let him know we prayed for him, okay? I will. All Have right. a good one. You got it. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Hyattsville, Maryland, and talk with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing today? Uh-uh. I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? Oh, good. I'm well. What I'm thinking, I might not be on the right page listening to you, or it's very, it's it's good. I might not be on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But I was, but you, you you were saying why we should encourage one another. Yeah, why should we? And my thoughts were coming from First Corinthians where it says, 
um, thou forth, my brethren, be thou forth, my brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in, knowing that your labor in is not in vain in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And where I was coming from on that is when we give one another encouragement. Yes. It helps us to be steadfast in Christ Jesus, mm. knowing that what we do is not in vain. Yeah. That it it has a good purpose, and the purpose is unto the Lord, and what we do unto Him, it will pay off, mm. whether we see it at that time or whether we see it a little later, but as long as we are being steadfast in him, and when we stay steadfast in him, we gain strength mm-hmm. in the Lord. I like it. And and when, so to me, this is what encouragement is all about. It gives us strength in the Lord and let us know that what we are doing is not in vain because sometimes you feel like you want to give up and say, mm-hmm. what's the use? Mm-hmm. But there is a use and there is a good purpose for not giving up. And also I'm going to cut it short. The um, You don't even have to. This is that, so good. That, Keep talking. <laughs> the, there's another scripture that tells us, let no man steal your crown. Mm-hmm. I, I, now you, you probably know exactly where that is right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right now I do know there is a scripture that tells you to let no man steal your crown. Mm. So when we stay steadfast and keep going in Christ and gathering strength in him, because we do get strength from encouragement from each one. And not mm. only do we get strength, sometimes God will give us, um, uh, he didn't already told us something right. and then he'll send somebody else with the same thing to tell us he's giving us confirmation. Mm, thank you. Thank you, D we're on our way out, but I thank you, Miss anonymous. And I praise the Lord for the words of encouragement you just gave us. Uh, we got to run to our commercial break. When we get back, uh, we will be taking your phone calls for one more segment. If you want to call me, the number is 432 7434. That is the number live in studio. We're talking about encouragement. What encouragement do you need? We'll be right back. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your 
neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. talk with dr david anderson you can now catch dr anderson's half hour radio highlight show on saturdays at 3 p.m right here on wava 105.1 you'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show real talk with dr david anderson weekend edition saturday 3 p.m on wava check it out for more information about dr anderson visit andersonspeaks.com It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You may be thinking about uh, a new kitchen or a new bathroom or upgrading uh, something around the house. Well, guess what? Best Buy Waterproofing is doing that these days. And so they not only do waterproofing, they also do home uh, improvements and bring in some really big and beautiful uh, things. So you might be interested in checking them out. Go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Give them a call. Tell them you heard about uh, them on my radio show. Also, if you've got a roof issue, remember they do roofing as well. Any kind of water issues in the home, they can hook you up and take care of you. So make sure you give them a call. Their phone number is 844-980-3707. That's uh, 844-980-3707. That's Best Buy waterproofing.com. Now today we're talking about encouragement and the theology of encouragement. Why does God want us to encourage one another? And uh, do you need some encouragement today? And if so, how can I, how can I be of an encouragement to you in the next few minutes? Well, if you give me a call, we'll figure it out, won't we? The phone number is 888-432-7434. If you're trying to memorize that, maybe you're driving somewhere, just remember the word bridge, 848843bridge. Now listen to Paul's encouragement to the Colossians in chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. It says this, my goal is that you may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Did you notice that first line in verse 2? Paul says, my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart. There's something about God that... uh, he knows that we can't do anything without having some encouragement in heart. We need some, we need some courage in our hearts. And, and Paul's like, that's why I'm writing y'all. Why do you think he wrote all these epistles, all these letters? He was encouraging them to do what is right. He was encouraging them to stay on track. And guess what? 
Do you think we're any less? We need encouragement to stay on track. We need encouragement to do what's right. And we need encouragement to get off the wrong track and back on the good one. And so I think it's important if Paul is doing this to all these churches, the church in Thessalonica, the church in Corinth, the church in Colossae, the Philippians, the Ephesians, the Romans. Why do you think he's doing all that? And then he writes a young pastor, Timothy, and then Titus. Why? Because in order for them to stay on the right track, in order for them to get on the right track, in order for them to not give up, He took time to write these letters. I wonder if that is somewhat of a, of a model for us. Maybe one of the most encouraging things you can do is use your words, whether written or recorded, use your words to help encourage people to get on the right track, to stay on the right track and not to give up. Is there somebody that feels like they want to give up today? Give me a call. I'm going to try to put you on the right track. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You know, it's so easy to kind of fall away, and especially after going through the pandemic season, there are habits that we have formulated that may need to be broken. Like Hebrews 10 says, and let us consider how we might spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together. Listen to this part. As some are in the habit of doing. Well, how do we get that habit? Well, we got that habit because of COVID. We couldn't go. And guess what? Now we're in the habit of not going. And we have found other things to do as a result. We watch church and And then we go on about our business and we kind of like it. We like sleeping in late. We like uh, having church in our pajamas. We like being able to use the Sunday mornings and early afternoons to do other things that we uh, can do around the house that we didn't know we had time to do once before the pandemic. But now you got the pandemic and guess what? He says, let us consider how we might spur one another on the love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encourage one another in all the more uh, as the day is approaching. So encourage one another not to keep the habit of not going to church. Why? All the more as you see the day approaching. The day of Christ is coming back. We need to be strengthened and encouraged to be mature and mighty in Christ now more than ever before. And so maybe, just maybe, uh, this is a word for someone. Of course, I don't know who it's for, but is it possible this is a word to you to uh, say, you know what, Doc, I'm making a decision. I'm going to go to church this week. I, I'm, I'm that person that, that the writer in Hebrews is talking about. I got in the habit of not going to church, and I kind of like it. Now, I still want to worship Jesus. I still want to praise him. I, I, I still watch YouTube. I still watch Facebook. I still watch my church online. But honestly, Doc, getting up, getting the shower, getting dressed, getting the kids together and driving to church. I got out of the habit and I like it, but maybe just maybe I'm supposed to encourage you today to say that season's over. It's time to get my tail back up, get into the house of the Lord and spur other people on and encourage other people because there's nothing like community face to face. Who am I talking to? (laughs) I'll be right back.
When one part of the body suffers, Paul says, we suffer together. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International, and there is a part of the body that's suffering, and that's millions of Christians around the world who are denied God's Word, which you hear from these Christians who are desperate for the Word of God. The need for a change is through the Word of God. It is so important for the Bible, the Word of God, to be made available in whatever languages that are needed by people. People now are very open to hear the Gospel. Whoever comes our way and is able to give us a Bible, it will be better than giving us food to eat. In many parts of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America, as many as 9 of 10 new believers are denied God's Word, and that's why WAVA and Bible League are teamed up to bless nearly 7,000 Bibleist believers. We need to wrap up soon. We're still far from goal, so at five a Bible, $100 since 20, every gift matched. Will you call 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD or give at WAVA.com. Ready for some good news? Here's Through the Bible. You see, life and grace come through this wisdom of actually studying the Word of God. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely and thy foot shall not stumble. It's good for you when you're walking. And then when thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. There is today in the heart of man a certain fear, a certain hang-up that he has about life. And therefore, we need to recognize that a knowledge of the Word of God is the answer to all of that. How wonderful it is here to find out that the truth of God, it will hold us. Get more solid Bible teaching at Through the Bible, ttb.org. Hey, everybody, Greg Laurie here from A New Beginning. You know, we're excited about our partnership with a OnePlace.com app. You can listen to my messages anytime, anywhere, even offline, without Wi-Fi with the OnePlace app. Now more than ever, don't you think we need to get God's Word into our lives? So let His Word fill you with hope in your office, in your home, or in your car, or wherever you are at OnePlace.com. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We've been talking about encouragement today, and I think it's so important that we uh, listen to the Word of God where it tells us that we are supposed to encourage one another. I think it's important, and uh, it's important to keep us on track and to keep us going. You know, things can get really difficult and it's hard when you're dealing with uh, discouraging circumstances in your life and in the world. Uh, and so 
God is depending on us to be an encouragement to one another. Now, can he encourage us by the Holy Spirit? Yes, and he does. Can he encourage us with the written word? Yes, and he does. Can he encourage us through the preached word? Yes, and he does. Can he encourage us in worship? Yes, and he does. One of the things that God is saying is that also I need you to be my vessels of encouragement. First Thessalonians 4.18, therefore, encourage each other with these words. Well, what words was he talking about? I'm going to read it now as your encouragement. And as you're thinking about whatever it is you've gone through, I want you to hear this. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. Wow. What do y'all think about that? Mm, mm, mm. So I do pray that uh, the encouragement of your faith uh, is a is a reminder that the Lord Jesus is coming back. That's the greatest encouragement. That's the greatest of hope, not only in this world, but there is a world to come, and that this is not the last, but this is only the beginning. Because if you're a believer, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. That's Psalm 116, 15. So like Paul said, absence from the body means presence with the Lord. If you leave me here, I'm going to praise him, and that's good. But if you take me home, I'm going to see him, and that's good. So either way, be encouraged, brothers and sisters, that as long as you're in Christ and Christ is in you, you're going to be all right. And all of my listeners Heard the preacher (laughs) said, amen and amen. God bless you, friends. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for reminding us that uh, this life is not all there is. And there is a new life uh, just waiting for us. And it begins even now and culminates in the future. Would you encourage us to stay on the good track? For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.